Welcome everyone to the New Era Apps Podcast. This is episode four, part of the New Era Hockey Network. Uh, I'm your host, Philip Pizan, and I'm joined here as always with uh, Riley Mathis. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How are you doing? Uh, pretty good. So a couple of topics I wanted to talk about the Habs. Um, obviously, they've been so inconsistent. They had a chance to clinch playoff like the last week and coming off three losses in a row, they just couldn't get it done. Yeah, no, it, uh, it really has been hard for us to play against the Leafs um, the last few games this season. It, we had a couple strong games against them where we were able to shut down their top lines, but um, the later or the latter half of the season, um, we've just had nothing against them. Yeah, it's just it's not looking good, especially since they it's more and more looking like they're going to be our first round opponent. Obviously, if we make the playoff. Yeah. I, I mean, just, it is a good chance we are going to make the playoffs. I, I hope so, with a 99% chance. But yeah, it, it just seems they just can't put a foot 60 minutes together. Like they've had some good periods. They play really hard, but it seems they come out next period and they just give up. Almost like they run out of gas. Yeah. It, uh, so often I've said it, but it, it, it just seems like it's an intensity thing, you know? Um, when they play with high intensity and they're, they're playing they're hitting hard. and they're, checking. they're a hard team to play against and they they win battles um pretty easily with their speed and their aggressiveness but um as soon as we lay off or start reaching that's when you see us start to you know lose our step start to rethink if having such a shortened season like with so many games playing four games a week is we starting to catch up to them like i have you know the players have been saying all oh, they're banged up and they're hurt and tired and Definitely yeah. looks like it's starting to catch up to him there. Yeah, that's for sure. And it uh, shows with the injuries, not only on Montreal, but around the league. You know, um, it is a lot of games. And for a physical sport that's as high intensity as hockey, um, it's a lot to, to take on the body. And uh, we t- last episode, we were talking about the mental stress of it, too. So, um, yeah, it, I, it re- I think it's really playing a factor into the games this year. And we haven't even seen them play any teams outside their division. So playoffs is going to be a whole new ball game, but uh, right now it's not looking the greatest for us. Yeah. I just, if they do get matched up against Toronto, we've, we've won three of the 10 games. Like we blew quite a bit of leads, especially last game being up to nothing after the first, I just, I, there's going to be a tough series to win for you. They're going to need everybody to contribute. Like we're going to have a lot of key players back. That's going to be, that should help a lot, but what kind of rust factors in those players being out for so long? Exactly. And uh, Montreal has struggled all year to be the team that scores first. Um, And when they don't score first, they've been a team that is usually going to lose. So being matched up against a team like the Leafs, who the majority of the games they're scoring first, um, you know, uh, unless that little bit of rest we've had with guys being injured when they come back, maybe plus the extra days off because of uh, Vancouver um, and their COVID cases, their season was extended. So it pushed our playoffs back a little bit. So we're going to have those extra days. Right. So, but like you said, maybe that rest is going to turn into rust. So. Yeah, it seems like they definitely do need rest, but uh, rest, I mean, sorry, uh, but 
like with players come back, like Gallagher being off for I think he's been what six weeks now, seven weeks. I think it's it should be pretty hard for him to come back and make an impact right away without having any games under him. I think they're predicting he'll be back maybe for first game of the series. Yeah, I don't yeah. think that's confirmed yet, but you know, I saw some of the clips from um, one of their practices in Brossard, and um, yeah, he had his non-contact jersey it. and he was shooting there, and yeah. he looked pretty he, good. He looks like he's playing or like having a good time and good spirit. So you know, maybe uh, Montreal is just playing it safe and uh, you know, uh, trying to give these guys that little bit of extra rest so that we can go into playoffs firing on all cylinders, but. Yeah, it definitely will, wouldn't be a bad idea. Like putting him on injury reserve just to give him rest. <laughs> like, yeah, well, we're definitely going to have to work for that point to clinch playoffs. So, and Edmonton just scored up on us two to one in the game right now. So yeah, that's not looking good there. Oh well, well, I don't know if um, what kind of. Um, Changes will be coming into the lineup, but I don't see like Stall probably not staying in the playoffs. Maybe Lekkonen might not be there. Evans, when you got Gallagher, I don't know what what's going on with Druin. Yeah, these guys are back. Well, we haven't heard anything really about the whole Druin thing. It was all personal reasons. But um, while we're on the whole personal reasons, no, we didn't really say anything. But uh, Mother's Day was over the weekend just past, so probably. Put out a happy Mother's Day to all the the mothers out there, and um, yeah, absolutely. None of us would be here without the moms. So So many amazing moms in the world. You gotta show appreciation, you know. Yeah. So hopefully, um, (laughs) these guys that are injured or needed some time away are spending that time with family and clearing their heads a little bit. Their heads, and you know what? It's it's a weird time right now. It's a weird season. And anything can happen. So we just need to clench this point and get into playoffs. And uh, we'll we'll just see where it goes from there. Just got to start winning these games. Like, we're we're not even in yet. Like, if we do lose these both of these games and Calgary goes on a tear, we could actually miss the playoff. Like, we've yeah, lost it's... 30 of our 54 games. I just – do they even deserve to be in, really? Like, It's highly like I... unlikely that we – won't make it because I believe it was 99.4% at one point chance of making the playoff. Yeah, well, I think right now Calgary would have to win every, every single, single game. game, and we'd have we to would have to lose games. every single game, and then we would be tied. So, and they get tiebreaker as we exactly. So, yeah, I, I, you know, my, I, I got good hopes. I think we'll make it. Um, but you know. We need those guys back. We need Price back. We need Gallagher. Yeah, I would doubt help. I mean, Weber didn't really do much or didn't look like he was making that much of an impact this season, but he is our captain, and um, having that size on the back end would be nice too. So. Yeah, and he's got great leadership. For sure, it'll be nice to have him back. Yeah. I just I just don't see them winning a series against Toronto, though. Like Toronto's definitely a team to beat in the North, and they've showed that this season they can definitely handle the Habs. Yeah, like well, I, Matthew's scoring 40 goals. He's basically so. scoring every game against the Habs. Yeah, he loves scoring against the Habs. Nah, he's, he does score against that, everyone. He's got like, oh, he's yeah. probably got one of the best, if not the best, release in the league right now. Yeah, that's for sure. 
didn't. Yeah. So what what are the? Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) I'm sure he will. Doesn't he have a point already tonight? (laughs) No. Like you look at players like Josh Anderson, zero point in his last ten games. Cut Kenny Amy, one assist in his last seventeen games. Like that's just not good enough. Like we need definitely production from probably two of our top six forwards. Like that's it's not gonna help us win much if these guys don't start producing. Yeah, and that's just a thing. And um, you know, when you look at the game sheet at the end of our games, um, we're always getting lots of shot attempts. Um, and even lots of shots, but our shot attempts are ridiculous. We're getting like sometimes over 50 shot attempts a game, um, but nothing's hitting the net. It's where they're shooting from. It's it's where they're shooting from. We, we have this, uh, break in play that we're constantly doing where, um, we get across the, the red line, we fire it in and we try and beat the race to the puck in the corner and win the puck battle and set up in the zone. And, it never works. And, y- you know, if it was working, fine, okay. Um, if it's not, you got to be able to make an adjustment. you got to be able to skate it in and drop it back. Skate it in and just get that zone and, and keep control of the puck. Because you're basically just, just throwing the puck away. away. You're losing yeah. position every single time you're doing that. Like, yep. And uh, it's I find when we're skating in like that on the rush um, – a lot of the time it's it's one or maybe two passes and then just fire it at the net or no passes at all and they try and fire through the screen and you know you need to move the puck around a little bit more to get the defensive players to get out of position and move and open up space on the ice if you're just skating in shooting through bodies every time hoping that the puck's going to go in the net sure you're getting a lot of shots on net you're getting a lot of shot attempts but they're never not getting any in. quality chances like there's not really scoring chances like you're just hoping for a rebound or a tip or some kind of puck luck bounce, I guess. And Kotkaniemi, you can see there was a couple games where he was playing really well and he, you could see him exuberating that confidence. But then the shots he's getting, you know, they're just – it's the aim is not there. Like, they're not getting the open spots of that. He's getting good opportunities, but he's just not – capitalizing i wonder if he's also been getting juggled so much through the lineup he's always playing with different wingers like that's gotta have some effect you always have different wingers on your side you know for sure well you can't build any chem chemistry like just i know coming from just playing minor hockey growing up like i think you know i was playing with the same kids every year so i think even some of the times the same coaches so I was playing sometimes on the same line with the same two guys every year I played for almost the whole season. And it helps um, having guys, you know where they are, you, you know where they love to be, you know where they love getting the pucks. And Well, yeah, you just get used to it. You know how yeah, exactly. you know you these what there. they like and what they don't like. And But like you said, if you're constantly moving these guys around, and like especially when you have two centers in um, Kotkaniemi and Suzuki, who are both young guys who – maybe play from a more hybrid um, new era style uh, center role um, compared to a guy like Dano, who is a classic two way forward. And then you have stall or, you know, our other two veteran guys who, you know, they, they come from a different style of hockey, so they play a different style. So like you got to find a good mix, but you got to kind of stick with something like, that's one thing that drives me nuts about Ducharme is always shuffling lines so much through the games, every game. Is, 
And we had the same problem with Julien. Instead exact of, same uh, problem. He did matching, the exact same thing. Yeah, instead of line matching uh, top lines on the other team with specific lines, he just wanted to roll lines one through four. So the first line, the second line, the third line, the fourth line. He never changed that. What he would change is just who was playing on the lines. But instead of uh, changing around who's playing on the lines, if you if you figure out what your specific lines are good at and what their chemistry works for, you can um, put those lines up against specific lines on your opponent. Yeah, and the production will, will come for sure. Like these yeah. are will start scoring. The chemistry is a real thing. You know, it, it does exist. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's one of the most important things about hockey. Like if you look at those, um, the Stanley Cup winning uh, Chicago Blackhawks um, from not long ago uh, with Kane and, and Taves and stuff like that was the definition of chemistry in hockey. Like yeah, they were unstoppable. Even on defense with Keith and Seabrook, they were probably exactly. top, top defense pairing in the league at that time. Yeah, the best puck-moving hockey team in general that we've seen for years. That's one thing Montreal needs, a nice puck-moving defenseman. I really show there you know, had that in Mete, but... Uh, yeah, he's a great skater. Mete was an amazing skater. But yeah. I don't know. I feel like we could have gotten a little better than just losing him on a waiver there. Yeah, me too. And That's... Uh, it it really sucks. I had high hopes for Stahl, but that move really didn't pan out. I yeah, I don't understand how he's still in the lineup. I get the experience and everything, but I just, well, we just I don't see him being in the lineup in the playoff. Like I know he's won a cup, he's got a lot of experience there, but he's just not getting it done. I think we just don't have the guys right now. That's why he's playing. Um, if we had uh, more healthy skaters, I think he'd be a scratch. But... Yeah, I I think that's definitely something Deshaun needs to look at for the playoffs. Like, I don't understand why he's playing him so much on the power play. Like, why? And not C- Caulfield. Like, why? Yeah, Caulfield. why is Caulfield always low ice time? And he's only ever getting like you know thirty seconds to a minute, if that, on the power play. Um, and every and time him he's utilizing that time to make a chance. Yet we still don't see him on the number one. And like you said, we got stall. And you know he's not really doing anything. Yeah, I just I don't get his logic there. I don't like the lineup he's been putting up this year. I don't like the mixing him up. I just I don't know how much of a future he has with the Habs. But as right now, as a fan of the Habs, I hope not very long. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the majority of the issues we have seen, um, like I can see them coming from fatigue and just like stress and stuff like that. Just like generally, just not being on your game. Like but so are that. many teams in the league right now, and they're exactly. not using that as an excuse. They're playing great. They're exactly, great. and it should be coachable. That's the and that's the bottom line. So, and he he's a rookie coach in the league, so you know it's understandable. But yeah, like I said a, a few pods ago, I, I don't think if if we make it to the playoffs, like obviously we're probably going to make the playoffs, but like unless we do something. Um, drastic in the playoffs and you know like knock out toronto in four or even make it to the second round i don't see ducharme staying as head coach yeah he might stay on as his assistant but but it's just he's, he has like he didn't even get like a full season it was replaced mid-season and i don't know what Bergeron will be thinking if he wants to give him an actual chance to 
prove himself like with his own team at the start of the season. But well, from what I've say. seen so far, he's almost like just like a young Julien. I was I don't see much difference between him and Deshaun. Well, and you know, like he did well in like the 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 Junior World Cup, and like I don't know. I mean, you have access to some of the best upcoming players, like the top talent of their. And he's just not utilizing utilizing them right at all. I don't. I don't really. At this point, I, I'd be happy seeing someone else come in. I just. I don't know who that'd be at this time. Yeah, just the French speaking thing is really limits you down to basically nothing, right? Like a lot of people joke Patrick Waugh, but like I can't see that. Happening. He's too much of a hothead. The guy loses his shit every five minutes. Just that he just has a, not the best. Yeah, I don't know. Leaving with the halves. I mean, I know he's worked with some of their junior teams. Why would he even want to come here after, you know, basically uh, quitting on the team and saying he'll never play here again? I don't see him wanting to come back as a coach. Yeah, <laughs> hey, it's like, fuck that place, right? Like, I'll never come back and play for you ever again. I'll come back and coach, though. <laughs> yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> I want my money. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see here. I just... I, I hope we don't get shut out, but I I just don't see this series against the Leafs if we get the Leafs to go more than five, six games. Yeah. Well, if we definitely would need to be healthy, that's for sure. Got to have better starts. and They need to start playing full 60 minutes. Like the amount of times we allow goals on first shots or first five minutes of the games just, just kills your momentum. They're always playing from behind. It doesn't help your team at all. The, those... Those first goals are just killers to us, and like even I think nine times this year, we've allowed goal in the first shots. Like that's that's a terrible way to start a game. Yeah, no, that's when you gotta pay sixteen minutes. You know, they like, don't fall asleep because the puck drop. You know, they gotta be ready and ready to go as soon as it drops. Yeah, you can't blame it all on the goalie every time, but uh, that's definitely the goalie's position is to stop the puck. So those first shots. Are, are definitely key but it's just in general those first goals like we can we cannot keep getting scored on first we need to keep the pressure pressure up from right out of the gate make sure we get that first goal because when yeah, we get for... that first goal and we get the momentum it, it really helps us it definitely does it feels like they get scored on so early and they just get so scared and they just pay on their heels they're just kind of survival mode or like you saw the game against the Leaf, they had amazing first period, up two goals, and then they just go in survival mode. Like that's just not the way to play it. Yeah. Yeah, no, they, it's like I said, they're out there reaching. Like it's stuff that I used to get yelled at by my coaches all the time because I was like the I was like for a centerman, I was so lazy. They, it, to the point where they had to put me on the wing because Yeah, like, you're always skating back and forth. Well, I just wanted to score goals, right? I was a kid. Well, of course. So, like, I just wanted to be up in the middle of the ice, you know, pass me a puck. I was fast. I'd skate in and get shots on net. And I did get goals, but like in my own zone, I was constantly just like not moving my feet, coasting in and just reaching, just reaching, swinging my stick out. And the coaches hated that. That's and I, lazy and hockey. Doing a lot. Like, and there's so many times where you see, like Armia, uh, last game, he came in on a two on one, um, I think with Perry or someone. Um, but he was ahead of the defenseman 
until he stopped skating and he just spread his legs out and he tried to make space by stick handling, but he lost all his momentum and they eventually just came from behind him, lifted his stick and took the puck away and took away a two on one chance, you know? So it's things like that where you can't really blame bad puck luck when you're not just, there's just bad decision making. So it is, you got to read the play a lot better there. Like where your surroundings, like, for the 45 seconds you're on the ice, the minute you're on the ice, whatever it is, like 110%. That's just what we're not getting with the abs. Like the last, like, let's say probably 25, 30 games, they're just, they can't have a full strong game. Yeah. And that's what that kind of makes me think maybe it's like something to do with the mental side. But, but um, they keep saying the over time, and over to the media, team, every like, team's yeah. doing this. Like I keep saying, all confident they're on a team. They know they can win, but like, yeah, it's so easy to say. Let's see it, you know. You and I both like, know that's just the typical like that's. The oh, script. it is like typical it's answer, generic. You know, they all say the same yeah, shit. Get pucks ways. deep, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah that's cool. high pressure. Gotta get the pucks on that, and uh, yeah, make sure we. Uh, like I just want to see their emotion when they're playing. It almost like they're they just don't care all there. No, I know exactly. No, it's it's gonna be tough. Now this uh this game that's on right now though that same that first goal on on Allen was brutal. Yeah, momentum killer again. You go out and get the the lead and you stop playing. Now they're up two one. Yeah, you know, just a soft puck on your pad right into the side of that. Like come on, like it doesn't matter which game it is. Always somebody just not playing good. And you will never win that way. Like we need a team effort, and we're just not getting it. You know what? You know what would happen right now if Michelle Terrier was still our coach? He'd be in that dressing room screaming. I would screaming be screaming at these guys. Like, it's just, it's just terrible. Like yeah. I don't know. I've just, I, just, I've never been as disappointed of the of this Habs team, and they're in the playoff. Like, that's kind of says yeah. a lot. You know, last year was funny because we, like, kind of snuck in as, like, one of the worst teams in the league, like, 24th. Right. Uh, and then we did amazing in the bubble. Like, that's why I'm saying, like, you never know what could happen. But this is collectively, like, kind of the worst I've seen us playing in a few years. It's, yeah. Like, we, you take off these loser points, we're probably bottom of the division here, at least close to bottom. Yeah. And I honestly don't know what moves we make now. Like uh, I don't, I don't see them trying to keep stall, but I, I see him being hard to move. Perry has played well. Oh, he's only got one, one year uh, minimum salary, right? He's done after a year. Yeah. So or no, two years. You have that. Sorry. But Perry, I can see us trying to stick or uh, to keep because he's done so well for us. But and I hope time. we do. I definitely hope we keep Perry. He's been probably one of the brightest spots this year. But, I see uh, him trying every game. He's always playing hard. I definitely think we have some uh, core guys that we need to like try and move, and that being like Byron and Lekkinen, and maybe even Armia, because Armia can shoot, but he's just he doesn't play hard enough. That's the this skating is not the greatest. He's got great no, hands, but this skating hands sometimes, and sometimes he does play hard, but it's just like. He's one of those guys that kind of like Drew and frustrates you because like they're good, and then the next thing you know, they're just like playing lazy hockey. Like, yeah, there's no in between. They're either good or terrible. Passion that are like, I don't care even if we suck. Like, I'm going out there and trying to win every time. Like, that's a Brandon Gallagher for you. Like, yeah, I think losing him 
just lost all the heart and soul of the team. Like the team just was never the same. Yeah, because you well, see him out there. It doesn't matter who he's playing with. He's always trying. He's always getting in there, bumping, pissing off the team. He's always having an impact every single game, every shift, almost. Yeah. Well, seeing him like uh, in practice with like the guys and like smiling with Caulfield and stuff like that. Yeah, it's amazing. I love it. Yeah. You know, he just yeah. seems like that kind of guy. That's. Uh, I bet even just having him there in practice helps a lot. For sure, just even being with the team, I remember around, you know, joking. I'm sure they love it. He's got the best energy on the team, I can tell you that. Yeah. So, um, uh, one thing I want to talk about also was the um, Seattle Kraken. Now, they're officially the 32nd team in the NHL. So, there's going to be a, a draft coming for them. Who do you see the Habs keeping? Well, I mean... Who might, lose, who might we lose, I guess, instead? I mean, we know who's probably going to get kept for sure is in, like, Weber, Gallagher, Price, Kotkaniemi, uh, Suzuki. Coffee. They don't have uh, access to um, rookies, right? Like, they couldn't pick Caulfield or anything? Uh, I don't think, I don't think anybody on the entry level. He has an entry level. So Yeah, right. But... Um, yeah, you know who I could see them not protecting though is Tatar. I don't know. He's he's definitely one of our best forwards. Exactly, and that means he's desirable and he's but, space that we could fill with someone else, like Jake Evans or something like that. But like you said, um, Allen's having one of the best seasons out there. Like with but, Price being safe, like we might see Allen go to the Kraken. Yeah, and uh, Allen would be a great pick for the Kraken, especially being one of the top goalies, statistically speaking, this year. So, like, it depends, really, because isn't Flurry, isn't he up his contract up at the end of the season? I'm not sure, but yeah, it should be pretty soon here. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, I'd honestly like to see them. Maybe risk um, getting rid of one of their higher paid players. Like a Weber, to, a price. I just don't yeah, see them like taking them, but not price, but maybe a Weber. Just because, like, I haven't seen, um, I just haven't seen anything from Weber this year. And the, and the last time we've seen him good was two years ago before an injury. So, like, uh, you know, I just it's just know such a huge contract, and him, right and. That's just it. It's a huge contract. Such an older but player again, on the decline. Have a lot because we do have some good D-men, especially with how well Romanov's been playing and Kulak. And we might Edmonds have to and, um, like Edmonds throw the Kraken. Have been playing better than uh, uh, Weber. Yeah, for sure. Definitely has. Oh, so, maybe uh, Montreal decide to throw a pick in there for them to take Weber. Oh, that'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean... Th- th- the sick thing about having an expansion draft like this is people who are good businessmen can, you know, really gain a lot from from this draft. The problem is, look at Bergevin's track record. Like, we've made some deals this year that have worked out for us, especially, like, with Anderson to Foley getting them for so cheap and, like, Perry and how well they've played for us. But once again, that's that's just chance, you know, like – 
we we didn't know if Anderson was going to come back healthy and and be good right off the hop. We didn't yeah. know. I mean, who if, could have predicted what kind of season Toffoli was going to have and all that? Exactly. Right? Or or Corey Perry playing as good as he has. You can't predict that. So like, and it's going to come basically... down to Bergeron, Bergevin, and like, there's a lot of ground that we could make up with this expansion draft if it's done properly, and like if he could sweeten the deal and get rid of a guy like Weber, and then you have that extra spending cap and. Um, you already have some defensemen that you can plug in to where he was that um, you don't really need to look for another. That gives you more cap that you can spend on other assets. Or, you know, same thing with Allen. Yeah, especially we have, what, nine picks coming up? Like, you could definitely yeah. make a good move there, get rid of a, I wouldn't say anchor, but a, some of the tough contracts we have right now. Same thing with Duran, too. Like, we'll have to see how that all works out and and what goes on with him. But. Yeah, I, I hope we see him back in the playoffs. I, I don't know how much time you need or all he is mentally, but... Yeah. The one thing I can say is I like the... <laughs> I like the direction that we've moved in um, with gaining size um, in our forwards and just size in general. So, like, with Toffoli and Anderson, so... I would like to see us get away from being one of those smaller teams that just got run over. Like look at every single game where we have played like a playoff or like a Stanley cup winning team this year, we have been getting nonstop hits and chances and just playing hard. And that's because of the size we've gained. So like getting rid of the small, some of the smaller guys like Lekanen and, um, you know, Byron, I know Byron's fast, but, um, we need to build a bigger, stronger, but still fast team. Um, but then we also need we also need to adapt as a, a different style too. Like we do have bigger bodies, but like it seems like they're always trying to play for the rush. Like, yeah, we need to well, and that's just it. Like, oh, I lost the sound there. I think you muted yourself. What about now? There we go. Yeah. If you have the size, like Susan, um, you don't. If you have the size, you don't need to be a rush team. Like even if you have speed, like use your body size and your strength to create space. Yeah. No, right now it just seems like they're dumping it in, losing it, and that's one thing I never understood. I swear you know? that's been our thing for like the past three seasons is dump and chase, and I've always hated dump and chase, and that's because I was a lazy hockey player. But like, I just in my mind, I'm like, I'm always like, well, I have the puck. Like, why would I fire it down in the corner and hopefully my winger is gonna get it and then pass it back to me and I can get a shooting opportunity. Or I can just like skate it in and then it's on me to keep the puck or to try and deke this guy out and then make a play. It's just, it's like, I'd rather trust myself with the puck than fire it and trust puck luck, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's almost like they're, yeah, they're trying to get a puck luck getting in there and we might get it back. It's almost like they just want to play safe. Like they don't want to make their plays. They don't want to. Yeah, but try you can't to play safe if you're losing or not. Yeah, winning. just did. They they just try to play smart hockey. We all scoring goals. Like, like yeah. we'll just keep dumping it out, and the game will end eventually. Yeah, it's like, ridiculous. 
But if you need to score goals, you need to make these efforts. Try skating it in. Try dropping it back to the D. Like, a, don't need to throw it away every time. Like, the one thing I don't understand is online changes. Why they always dump it into the zone? Why not just get it back to the D and change your forwards? And yeah, well, when we had Price, um, there was a lot of times where they would actually just leave it to Price, and Price would literally just hold. It's almost it. like they don't care about puck position. Like they just give it away at will. Yeah. No, that that's one of the frustrating things about our power play too. Is like they're constantly just like throwing it around the outside and not getting shots on net. And like if the, a lot of the times, if it's a bouncing puck, you know, it gets past the D, and then we lose the zone. It's like we need to be able to like skate with the puck. Like it gets sure. these guys in some drills where they use like ringette sticks and have to stick handle with each through each other with just that and a puck. Something to make them better at like stick handling while they're skating or, or or just like moving the puck because they're not winning those battles and i think and even last game against toronto we gotta try something else like i mean they all they had a power play i think they dumped it in nine eight nine times they didn't get the puck once they didn't even get a shot they didn't come close to getting a shot the good thing about that game was though um nobody was getting shots at that point but that was at like the first in the first period there where the game was just kept going back and forth through the neutral zone with like no shots on net or the only shots were were us firing it and completely missing the net like usual yeah like their game go up to nothing and just stop playing it through the first like i don't understand how they can play such a good first and then just come out flat the rest of the game yeah, I don't get it. Like, How does you think what happens? Is this a mental? Thing? You're like, yeah, boys, we're fucking, we're fucking. Like, up. I don't know if it's mental. We're gonna get on these guys. We're gonna score another goal. But like, you don't get any of that. Like, it's like they come they out. They're like, all right, guys, let's play safe. You know, don't don't give up the puck. But then you're on your heels, and these guys are on their toes. Like, that's never gonna work. Never. Oh, it's the so NHL. This isn't fucking the Calder Cup. Yeah, you no can't kid. just pass it back around back and forth in your zone and and they'll never and play keep away like it's not happening. Yeah, they definitely need to uh, start working a lot harder, get some goals here because like the amount of players we have struggling to get any points is kind of uh, pathetic right now. Yeah, and like that was the one thing we had going for us for the last couple seasons is we didn't have like one or two guys that were scoring a lot of points. We had a bunch of guys that were getting points. You know, I I don't know if it was last year or like the year before. I think it was the season before, but you look at the top 10 guys on our roster and all of them had like 40 points at least. Like we didn't know we didn't have two guys that had like 80, 90 points, but we had four or 10 guys with 40 points. So like, or over between 20 and 40 points. So like, that's good. It's all guys going every two games. Right there. I get a point every two games or so. If we can get back to that, then sure. But like right now, like guys like Byron, he's got the speed. He's gotten a couple goals for us. But besides that, he's not producing. Now he's injured. Yeah. You got uh, Lekkinen, who's ever since he came up, that rookie season he had where he, I think he had like 20, 20 some points. goals. Yeah. Like it just hasn't come back and he's one of those guys that it sucks because you he watch he's getting he so many so chances hard. and he works he does works so hard he, he just so can't put it in he just can't put it in the net man like yeah, i've never seen a guy that. work so hard and just not get paid yeah imagine if he had an automatic shot yeah well that's just it and like uh I don't know. That's where it's got to come down to the coaches and these players 
also, I guess, to recognize your shortfalls and then you got to work on those. But, uh, yeah, they start playing general, Carlton Mullen in part play. Like, why are they not playing on the left side where you can one time rip? Like, I know it, that, you have such a young player, they had him quarterbacking the, the, the power. Like, why pass him the puck? Let him shoot. You, I don't understand what you guys are doing. You have such an amazing shooter responsibility there. on him to quarterback the play when you could literally just stick him on the side and his the only thing he has to think about is when I get that puck I'm scoring like exactly like how is that Ovechkin's been doing it a whole career yeah like you're expecting <laughs> a, a kid who just came up into the NHL to like make decisions on the whole power play but man uh, he does he plays so smart and he's such a fast skater yeah, I just I can see him. We haven't seen it yet, but I can see him struggling with his size. Like someone's gonna get him one of these games. Yeah, so it's to be expected. You got guys about a foot taller than you. <laughs> yeah, like you just like wa- watching him skate out there and seeing him beside guys like uh, Edmondson or like Kulak, and he it, he literally looks like he's coming up to these guys' hips. Well, let's hope he's the next Martin Saint Louis. I don't maybe. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you can't really hate on the small guys until they start not performing because, like you said, Martin St. Louis was one of the best players we've seen in the National Hockey League, and he was one of the smallest. So Yeah, exactly. And then you got guys like Gallagher. Like, it takes more uh, knockings and some of the biggest players on the ice, and he just keeps coming back and battling. He so. does. He's a warrior. Height doesn't measure heart. I can't wait to see him. Marcus Stroman. <laughs> I, I've it. missed Gallagher so much. Yeah, no, I can't wait for him to come back. I can't wait for playoff hockey. I can't wait to just like, you know, if we get Gallagher it's almost back like for him. a game. Price it's a clean slate almost, right? Like you forget the season, you had a rough, no consistency. Just no yeah. best out of seven, you know, get play your ass off and let's see what happens. Yeah, and they, that's what they need to do. They need to treat it like the playoff bubble last year. Like, you know what? This was some weird season where we had this new structure. We just barely made it in. F- fuck it. Sit there and be like, we don't even deserve to be here. But you know what? We're going to prove that we need to be here, and we're going to prove just why like we're last, here. Just yeah. like last year. Like, and they're going to get some rests. Um, I believe we have, like, almost a week off before the start of playoff or so. Yeah, so I think it might that'll be help a bit. Than, I think it's like eight days or something like that. So that definitely help a bit. Get our players back and get some practices in with them, full contact. Yeah, that's the thing is they can't just take the whole week off as rest. They got to get some skates in and use that time. Yep. Especially they gotta work on this offense. Oh god, these guys need some practice. <laughs> Like we need some scoring. Like it's crazy all hot we were at the beginning of the year. The first 11, 12 games, like how many goals we scored. Yeah. And you got certain guys that are playing super well. Like Suzuki's still playing so ah, Suzuki's good. been amazing. Yeah. And he's one guy, you know what? Like uh I know he, he's young, so he's one of those guys that sometimes, you know, he'll just like skate it over the blue line, kind of throw it at the net. And I know they're trying to get rebounds and stuff like that, but um his shot aim has been unbelievable. Like on the power play, is he's gotten uh, three power play goals from the exact same spot at the yeah, top exact same shot there. almost. Yeah, uh, he loves that he corner. Loves, like got it dialed. Yeah, I just like he's such an amazing passer. Like, yeah, he's the full package. Yeah, he definitely he, is for sure. That I was... think as 
as the years go by and like as we go through these seasons and he gets stronger and he builds more mass and muscle and becomes a man like he's going to be he's going to be one of the top players in the league and we just need to find the people to play around him and Caulfield looks unbelievable with he does I know I'd love to for him to keep him like that at least play him on the power play you know I know and I don't know they had them play together for like a couple shifts the other game and it was non-stop chances and then they separated them again like why why does he do that and now tonight you have uh Caulfield playing with Stall and Perry like why I don't understand the charms management of the players there I know like I just don't get what he's doing Perry has set uh Caulfield up twice for uh two goals um, two of his goals or whatever, but uh, Petri, you mean Petri? No, I th- or sorry, uh, Perry. It was one of one of his goals. His last. Oh, goal okay, yeah, right, right against Toronto. Yeah, yeah, he passed it across him. He chipped it in, but like just like a, a flare of chemistry is not enough to like keep someone playing together. And like you're talking about the two oldest guys on the team playing with like the youngest guy. Yeah. I understand Perry's got some hands and can make some passes, but oh, but Stall is just terrible, man. I I don't know. I just I just don't like him on in the Habs jersey. Yeah, I thought he was gonna bring a lot more, but I just don't see it. You can see his smart plays, like his smart decision making. The thing that just bugs me is he just isn't at the. He's not intense enough. He's just not at the level that we need. Yeah. Like it's hard to believe a guy scored what ninety hundred points before, yeah, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, uh, he I don't know. That game winner, his first goal, his first game with us, and then it was just nothing really after that. Yep, seriously, I was actually pumped for that, but I regret it. I, know. <laughs> I, was, like, I was like, wow, this is awesome! Like first, right game, on, game winning goal, fucking let's go. Game two, oh, he sucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, he still sucks. <laughs> oh man, what a chance! No, um, but like that's what I'm saying. Like, you know what? If, when we go into playoffs, if those guys are healthy and we got our full squad, I don't see him on the. On, it's a clean slate, then. Uh, Anything can happen, right? Yeah, I don't, but I don't think uh, Stall will be playing in in the playoffs unless I hope not. Need him. I think um, probably Stall and. I don't want to cut Evans out. Maybe Lekkinen. I don't know. Lekkinen. It'll be Lekkinen. Lekkinen got... will be coming out, and then it'll be Gallagher and um, uh, who else? Who else is out right now? Uh, we have Weber out. We have Price out. Phil Deno oh, just Deneau. got a concussion. So it'll be Hopefully, Deneau I... probably and Gallagher coming back, and then Stahl going out. and mm, Lekkinen. Uh, Evans has just been playing so good, especially scoring a goal right here tonight. So yeah, and he's playing good and hard, but at at the same time, like we got to have our best guys, and he's just not going to make the cut. You know? Yeah, still young. We'll probably have Phil Dano on the first line again for the center, and then Suzuki at second. I don't know how severe of a concussion he got. Like I don't know if it's looking like it might be a little bit of a longer term or. Well, any concussion, you're looking at a minimum of like a week or two. So, right. Huh. So Carey Price is going on. This is the third week. I, think. Mm, I believe so. A month or four weeks. So I think for them with with Carey, he had the lower body injury, right? So 
to them, they're probably sitting there like, okay, um, we're pretty much like guaranteed we're going to make playoffs right now. Um, let's just keep Price out. So he, not only is he going to come back and his head's healthy, but also his lower body is going to be fully healthy too. So, yeah. Oh, baby. You probably didn't see it yet because your crappy feed is slower than mine. <laughs> we tied it up. About our boy, our boy that we were talking about. That oh, I really? was talking down that I said we should get rid of. Just scored a goal, Byron. Tatar? Byron. <laughs> All right. I'm always happy for Byron when he scores because that's another guy that just works really hard. Yeah, he, yeah, he definitely just does try. It's kind of disappointing though. He had 20 goal season the first season with us. We've got a nice contract and <laughs> the same. That seems to happen to us a lot, eh? That's yeah. like the the thing with Montreal is we keep getting these players that are having uh, an amazing contract here. We're getting for good for a good deal. And then it comes time to sign a contract. And we're like, man, you've been playing great. Well, we're gonna give you your money. We're gonna we're gonna pay you, man. And then they and go then on vacation. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they don't play. <laughs> oh wow. we suck. I'm looking forward to playoff though. It's gonna be clean slate, you know, started basically a new season there. I, I don't know. Maybe they can chalk the leaf. I I'm not getting my hopes you know high too much, but I'll be cheering for the abs. I just wish we didn't have this COVID restrictions, you know, man? Like, uh, man, what's going to – playoff hockey going to be like? We can't just be at the pub, you know, and like slamming beers. FaceTime. Yeah, FaceTime beers. <laughs> watch parties. We're going to do the yep. Zoom watch party. Exactly. All right. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, that was uh, – it was a pretty fun episode. Touched on a lot of things, and hopefully next time we're talking, we'll be uh, in the playoffs. Yeah, well, we only got uh, two games left. By the time we do the next pod, it'll be on their rest week, hopefully. And uh, yeah, then we'll be right into playoff hockey. So expect the next uh, episode to be uh, kind of. Uh, we'll only have the two games to talk about, and then we'll be doing like an intro play. Pl- pre-playoffs maybe some predictions maybe uh me and phil do a wager or something like that yeah i love that and then uh, and then uh i don't know maybe i'm thinking maybe we should do a a live event after uh one of the playoff games maybe we'll we'll wait until uh we get an intense uh game in the series where we get a good battle and we'll, we'll do a live event or something yeah that'd be awesome but until then uh i hope everyone uh Spoiled their moms this weekend and treated yeah, them right. And, love. Yeah, I hope uh, everyone's healthy and staying safe. And we'll talk to you guys next week. All right, take care, guys. Go Habs, go. Later, Phil. Go Habs, go.